0: everybody, welcome back to Women at Work. I'm here with Julia. Hi everyone. And we're going to talk about self-esteem today. Julia, do you want to tell everyone why we're talking about self-esteem?
1: Yes. So this was kind of the first discussion that we had where we were like, okay, let's start a podcast. I had decided I was going to get a dog and then the day before (laughs) I was supposed to go pick up the dog, I had a life crisis and I was like, what do I even want a dog do I even like dogs do dogs make me happy do I even and so I was talking to Mona about it and I was like what is wrong with me like I can't even make decisions anymore and it kind of morphed into a whole conversation about confidence and developing confidence and how confidence morphs and things like that but we decided to make this our first topic because everybody was listening to us in the dining room (laughs) so we just (laughs) thought we would record it and hopefully people can listen here too.
0: Not just, like, self-esteem, like, you feel good about yourself, but also yeah. having that confidence in who you are and your decisions you make. And
1: Yeah. I mean, self-esteem is kind of a really, like, common topic these days, especially for women. Like, body confidence and why am I unconfident in my body? And I don't think that it's invalid. But I think that there's kind of a difference between confidence and self-esteem, in my opinion. Maybe it's just my own personal opinion.
0: No, that's definitely how I feel. I feel like maybe the conversation we were having in my mind was more about confidence than self-esteem.
1: Oh, I think you're right.
0: But I feel like it all ties together because we work with young leaders a lot. And young is like 16 to 20, I would say. Mm -hmm. And their question is always, how do you build confidence? And I'm like, yeah, start with your self-esteem. Yeah. Do you like yourself? (laughs) Because if you don't, you got to start there. (laughs) And then we could talk about uh, confidence in your leadership skills. No, I
1: was thinking about this last week because that is a common thing. I think I come across confident a lot of the time to people. And so people will come to me and be like, hey, I just need to develop confidence in myself as a leader. Like I just need to develop confidence in myself as a leader. How do you develop confidence as your leader? Once I develop confidence in myself as a leader." Then I'll be good. And I was just thinking about that. And I was like, what does it even mean to develop confidence in yourself as a leader? And I was also thinking it's kind of funny because the majority of people that are leaders at our store have worked there for like two plus years. Yeah. So it's not that you don't know what you're doing or what you're talking about. Like there's got to be something deeper going on there.
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot of times that's shocking to people when I'm like. No, I'm not just naturally confident. Yeah. You know, because I make decisions really confidently, but that doesn't mean I'm a confident person with high self esteem. And so when I tell people my daily practices to build confidence or build esteem, they're like, You really do all that work? And I'm like, You really <laughs> think I just like myself every day? <laughs> like you think I just wake up and I'm like, I love myself. And You're I'm, like,
1: I went through puberty too. Yeah. I also had like the downfall that you experienced.
0: Yes. So, I think it's a always an interesting conversation to have when people are like, "Oh, this is normal. It's normal not to be confident and yeah. it's normal not to naturally have self-esteem."
1: Okay, tell us about your morning. Not I guess it's not technically your morning, but your daily things that you do cuz I love them.
0: Yeah, so I have always been super big on gratitude. It's like my form of prayer. So, I've always written my gratitudes down, not always For the past probably five years I've written my gratitudes down in my notebook every day as part of my planner and then when I had my daughter it became even more important so it is our prayer ritual every night before bed since she was barely talking
1: can Um, I ask why since you had your daughter it became more important
0: yeah I think women we tend to hate ourselves a little more than men I'm not saying that men don't have self-esteem issues but I think society puts way more pressure women to be perfect and yeah yeah I and agree. I just don't want her I want to like give her as many tools to combat that mm-hmm. as I can so we do gratitudes every night before bed and it's so cute some of the stuff she comes up with <laughs> and then we also do our I am statements or affirmations and I try to make those like age friendly for her and for me, I've learned a lot about myself doing those. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we do gratitudes, we do affirmations, and then a new thing I started, which I learned from actually one of my <laughs> one of my personal coaches out of many that I have. <laughs> I believe in development. So I have like <laughs> five. Uh, <laughs> she taught me about non-negotiables, which is something you start your day with of like what you're gonna do today, and it's a non-negotiable. So every morning for myself, I write down my gratitudes, my affirmations, and my non-negotiables, and then every night before bed, I do gratitudes and affirmations with my daughter.
1: I mean, to everybody else, that probably does sound <laughs> exhausting. It they're, is. They're like, <laughs> "Why?" Yeah. But I think, like, for me personally, I've known you for a really long time, so like, I see the difference between like sixteen-year-old Mona and like twenty and on Mona. So I would say that that's definitely like it's working and it helps a lot. Yeah.
0: I think um, if you're going to do anything at all, gratitude is super important. This is what I'm telling you too. Like I started with gratitudes and added things on each time, but Gratitude is so important because it helps psychologically with sleeping and
1: depression. Oh, yeah. Gratitude is insane.
0: Yeah. like, And not just, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my kids. It's like, no, what are you truly and deeply grateful for in this moment that you're going to write down and say out loud? Yeah.
1: I was thinking about this when, so if you work at Chick-fil-A, you know about this. If you don't work at Chick-fil-A, you've probably been the drive through and you see the people that take your card payment And every day we set up our card payments and we take payments all day through them and everything's fine and nobody even thinks twice about it. And last week our payment terminals went down and we had to go back to the old fashioned way of taking payments and it was absolutely horrible. It was one (laughs) of the worst days of my life probably, which is funny because I used to do it every single day. But I was thinking about that that day. I was like, I am so grateful for card readers and I never even thought about it before until they were taken away from me but it was just so I was thinking about that because I was right after we talked about gratitude and I was like today I'm grateful for card readers that work
0: well and it's funny because they have a lot of problems and so most of the time you're like I hate these card readers yeah the wi-fi sucks yeah and then like you have a day without them and you're like Oh, no. <laughs> well, I, n- I take it back. I take it all back. I am so
1: grateful. They're the best. They're the best piece of technology ever invented. Yeah. Well, I loved, too, the idea of the non-negotiables. And as I was thinking about them just barely, I feel like that could definitely be something that would help build confidence as well. Because say you have a day where nothing really goes as planned, but you can look back and say, hey, well, my two non-negotiables were go to the gym and get to work on time. And I did those. So I'm actually having a really, really good day.
0: Well, that's kind of like the same concept as make your bed, right? Like, that's what they say. If you make your bed and all you did that day was make your bed, was make your bed, at least you come home to your bed being made. And I think that's the cool thing about setting your non-negotiables at the beginning of the day. Because for me, I'm like, I've got to start this book. My non-negotiable is starting this book. And then I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to (laughs) do... (laughs) <laughs> Not do the dishes right now because I don't feel like it. And then I'm like, well, you at least have to crack open the book. So if you're going to sit there and do nothing, you at least have to start your
1: Just book. Just read a sentence. Yeah.
0: And and it does. It makes you feel so much more fulfillment because you did what you promised yourself you're going to do. And so
1: that raises your self-esteem a lot. Well, I think it's like developing trust with yourself, too. Oh, like yeah. I did what I said I was going to do. Yeah. And I'll do it again tomorrow. Hopefully. <laughs> It is a non-negotiable, so. There's no option. <laughs> There's no option <laughs> Don't to write it no- down
0: if you have intention not to <laughs> do it.
1: So you said that you do your affirmations every morning. What? I mean, we talked about this a little bit ago and how your affirmations need to change. So <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> yes. would like to know what your affirmations are right now.
0: Oh my goodness. So I had a, a little bit of a light bulb moment. When, <laughs> when I realized that my affirmations are always things I already believe about myself. And so <laughs> I'm not like fighting anything <laughs> rough when, <laughs> when I'm like, I am independent. I'm like, yeah, I, I actually am. And there's no question about it. And so I had to start doing affirmations of things I don't believe about myself to mm-hmm. get myself to believe those things. So my affirmations actually for the last, Probably two weeks have been. I am worthy of love. I am vulnerable, and I don't give up. It's Clearly, it hasn't it. stuck. I, I gotta hey, keep doing that's those That's okay. <laughs> that's
1: okay. But a work in progress.
0: Always, there's a lot of work to do there on <laughs> the affirmation front. <laughs> I've got lots of work to do on believing those because not even resonating yet
1: <laughs> well I think if you haven't do you do them looking at yourself in the mirror or do you I just haven't say them? gotten
0: to that point but I do do it with my daughter and looking so yeah me and Avery after bath time we stop in the mirror and we always say I am funny I am in control of my feelings. I am kind. That's a good one
1: for a toddler. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I always try to make it age appropriate. I'm nice to my brother. <laughs> like, whatever we're struggling with, I'm like, this is what we're working on. <laughs> so, we do hers in front of the mirror. I need to do it in front of the mirror.
1: <laughs> I. It's hard. It like, I, I'm i not even going to deny that. Like, looking yourself in the eye and being like, I am vulnerable. You're like... <laughs> I'm clearly not, <laughs> so I'm going to leave. Yeah,
0: it's like you have to say the things you don't believe about yourself to get yourself to believe about them, but getting to the point of saying it without believing it is the hard part.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. one of the funniest things in life is when somebody will be like, oh my gosh, you just like appear so like vulnerable or confident, and you're like, really? Like me? <laughs> but it's funny because a lot of times the way people perceive us is actually probably gonna end up being your affirmation
0: yeah yeah most (laughs) of the time I'm like well thanks for saying that that's not an accurate representation (laughs) of me but I appreciate it (laughs) I'll
1: write it down (laughs) I'll
0: remember that for next week
1: okay do you feel like the things that you were unconfident about have morphed as you have got older
0: absolutely yes 110% I think so too I feel like I use uh, Not that I don't care about my image because I still care a lot about how I look, but I feel like the things I care about is more how people think I treat them or yeah. how I come across to others yeah. is a way more like unconfident area for me mm-hmm. than
1: how I look. 100% same. But I was actually thinking about, cause I think both of us are at a point where we're hitting our groove like working out, eating, all that stuff. So I think that's going to help with the self-esteem of just the way that you look in general. But I think for me, a big one is just how people perceive me. It drives me, not crazy, but like some. I definitely get a little bit in my head about it. A lot, actually, in my (laughs) (laughs) head about it. I
0: live in my head about it. I'm like, but that's not what I meant, and that's not what I said, and that's not how I wanted to make you feel. Yeah. So I just like I think I call myself a horrible person more than anyone else just because of the way I perceive others perceiving me.
1: I know. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like we're placing judgments from other people on ourselves. Not even like like we're assuming people's judgments of the that they're having about us. Yeah. Which is just we're like making up (laughs) their
0: judgment in our head.
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's also hard just in kind of the situation that we're working in. I guess I was talking to one of our younger leaders about this because they're kind of in a point where they're moving up and they have a lot of friends and it's really, really hard to keep your friends accountable, Mm. but it's also really hard to work at a place like we do and not make friends. Yeah. So you're like working so close with these people and then when it comes down to it, you have to be the person that's like, hey, you're not getting promoted You're not ready for that. Let's talk about things you can do to improve. But then you're the bad guy. And I think that kind of takes a toll Mm -hmm. after a little bit. Sucks to be the bearer of bad news. And then it also sucks when those lines are getting jumbled and people's feelings are getting hurt. And people are taking something you said and twisting it and telling all of their friends who are also your friends. and
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good point because a lot of times there's that fine line of servant leadership and then also holding people accountable and there's a lot of lack of confidence in that area yeah because there's room to be the bad guy but you also don't want to be a bad leader
1: yeah that
0: I live in that space yeah so in those um moments of where you lack confidence what activities make you feel more confident
1: definitely working out makes me feel a lot more confident so mart i've always like exercised but it was normally like go to the gym be on the elliptical for 30 minutes try and make sure that like my heart rate was high so i could burn more calories so hopefully i could like lose just a little bit of weight and just things like that like that was what i would do when i went to the gym And then in, like, March, I started weight training. And, honestly, I'm getting the results that I always wanted. I just didn't know how to get them, basically. And it makes me a lot more confident. So, if you're afraid to lift weights at the gym, don't be. It's actually really cool. Well, I think
0: (laughs) a lot of people struggle with that in exercise, too, Mm -hmm. where people just think, Work out harder, get your heart rate up more, eat less, and you'll That's get the That's, like, result. the exact
1: opposite yeah, of what you need to do. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and I had no idea until I had a nutritionist helping me, telling me, like, you actually need to eat way more than what you're eating. Mm-hmm. You actually are burning, like, way more calories than you should be burning, mm-hmm. and, like, don't look at the scale, because you could completely change composition and be the same weight. Yeah. I think a lot of those realizations helped me in my confidence just even just working out to the point where i'm like i enjoy moving my body now like Mm -hmm. i feel confident whether it be weight training or i do krav maga that's Mm -hmm. my form of fitness i love fighting it's that like separate type of confidence outside of the exercise part of that but
1: well, I, I think g- going along with exercise, like, finding a type of exercise that you like. Yes. Because, like, w- a couple times a year, I'll be like, I should really get into running. Like, yeah. I would really, I go for, like, a 30-second run, and I'm like, why am I, why am I doing this? Like, why? Yeah, and that's almost
0: just, like, kills your confidence because you're forcing your body to do something it doesn't want it yeah. to. Yeah. But when you do things you enjoy doing and move your body in ways you enjoy moving it, whether it be swimming, and if you do like running, good for you. It'll never be on my list, but...
1: (laughs) I wish, but no.
0: (laughs) So, I think that's super cool.
1: Well, that goes along with that post. You posted this on your personal Instagram, and I really liked it, about doing things that are the good kind of hard. Oh, yes. And that's what it makes me think of, because... Like, when I was in eighth grade or whatever, I would go for runs, because, like... I don't know like I just thought that that's like what you did Mm -hmm. and now that I'm 23 I'm like you don't have to do that anymore (laughs) and I think just I think we both like get a lot of I don't want to say confidence but I'll just say clout we both feel like we get a lot of clout from like yeah I can do anything I'll do it whatever but then it's also like you don't have to do that. Like, yeah, it's having okay. boundaries is okay. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> fine to not have to
0: do anything and everything just because you can. Mm-hmm. I think that was a huge realization for me just this year that I built a lot of confidence in myself based around you can do anything. Mm-hmm. You can literally do anything someone asks you to do or you wanna do and that's great but it's exhausting it's not realistic you'll lack in other areas and like like you said it's the wrong kind of heart you can do hard things but it's so much better (laughs) when it's the right kind of Mm -hmm. heart like for me I never exercised like I hated it the thought of even any form of exercise sounded horrible Mm -hmm. to me I would have never ran I was the one who was just like, I'll fail PE class because I'm not running that mile. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You won't catch me dead. I would like throw walking. up all yeah. the time
1: running the mile. And gym teachers are just like, keep going. Yeah.
0: You got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was no way I was going to weight train. The one thing I did do was play volleyball and I really enjoyed it. So I, you know, I really love sports and competitive stuff. So I found ways to do that. And I think. The more I do hard things that are the right kind of hard things, the more confidence I get. And the more I Mm -hmm. do right hard things that are the wrong kind of hard things, the more it's just a shot to my self-esteem.
1: Yeah. I think another thing that helps me to just develop confidence would just be like learning new things. So like I learned how to ski last year. I am still not very skiing is. Well, maybe it's easy for other people. For me, it's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I guess not really hard. I can make it down the hill, but, like, it's not always pretty. And, like, last year I learned how to play pickleball, and now I, like, play pickleball with my husband. And I think just getting better at those things is a huge shot of confidence as well.
0: Yeah, I used to not do anything I couldn't do well.
1: Yeah, that's actually me. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I was like, (laughs) I'm not good at that, so I'm not doing it. And I think that went to a lot of the exercise stuff of, like, I'm not a good runner, so I'm not running.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And
0: I'm only going to do the things that I'm really, really good at because then everyone will think I'm really, really good at Mm. it. And now, like, doing things for fun just to learn and try, Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's been a game changer for sure.
1: Yeah, well, it's definitely, like, I think those things may start off as, like, a shot to your confidence. You're like, oh, I can't ski. I'm so bad at this. But with time, yes, it gets better. (laughs) Hopefully. If it doesn't, then stop doing that.
0: Yeah. So who is someone that is an inspiration in your life of really positive self-esteem?
1: Um, I have to think about that one, which is probably sad. But I know once I think of it, I'll be like, Oh Yeah. Do you have somebody in mind? Uh,
0: I just feel like it's a really hard topic for most people. Yeah.
1: yeah. I feel like nobody, the like, not a lot of people are willing to talk about it. Yeah. I actually, well.
0: I feel like most people put on a front that they have really high self-esteem, and then it's like, but really, I don't. <laughs> like, I... That's kind of sad to say that nobody has really high self-esteem, but I think that's part of being human.
1: I think you're right. (laughs) Especially right now, because I was thinking about this today, just like you go on Instagram and like you do a story and you put a filter on your face. What is that even about? It's just your face. But I do it too. So I'm very guilty, but also I was like, how did that start?
0: I didn't even post Instagram stories until I found out how to use the filters. <laughs> I'm, like, getting to the age where technology <laughs> is beneath me. And so I would see all these pretty filters. I'm like, absolutely, I can't participate in that, so <laughs> I am not. And then I learned how to find them mm-hmm. on th- that.
1: What and would be even worse is if you were like, oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. Like, how does her skin look like that? And it's actually just, like, Coco by yeah. Shasta <laughs> Ryan. I don't know. <laughs> <Just> yeah, well...
0: <laughs> I agree. I think social media definitely does not help the whole self-esteem issue, but...
1: Yeah, and, I mean, there's, like, that cheesy Pinterest quote that's, like, don't compare your backstage to somebody else's highlight reel. It's so cheesy, but I feel like that's really where... Actually. Yeah, like, that's actually where Instagram is actually ruining people's lives. (laughs) Because it's so easy to look so put together.
0: Well, it's crazy, because you'll see, like perfect couples, perfect families, and then all of a sudden they're divorced and they're single, and you're like, wow. It
1: was not perfect. Even celebrities
0: like Kim and Kanye, which like, obviously there was a bunch of backstory behind
1: (laughs) it. We'll do do another episode on that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But I just think there's so many people putting on fronts on social media, and that's just not good for my self-esteem, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Okay, so how would you say – I guess we talked about how people – can develop confidence. How would you say that leaders can actually develop confidence?
0: I kind of think that it starts with not leadership stuff. Like, I think a lot of people want to be like, how do I do this job right? And people think of leadership as like doing the best job instead of like serving other people like caring for the people around you, caring yeah and I think that's where a lot of people run into problems when they're first joining leadership it's like usually they're selected for leadership because they're really really good at their job Mm -hmm. and so I think the mindset of making other people really really good at their jobs kind of slips to the wayside as they continue to try to be really really good at their job yeah that mentality that's shift a really good point. from yourself to others, I think, is where mm-hmm. a lot of them lack. And so I think that's where the self-esteem or confidence issue comes from is you were the best and now you're the newbie
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not the best. And so that automatically is going to, you know, dip your confidence a bit. But I think y- that new leaders can grow confidence by serving others. Yeah. Like, I think that's the number one thing. If you feel confident that you can help someone next to you, you'll feel confident
1: in your leadership mm-hmm. ability. I think that's really really good advice. I think too though. It's real it's really easy to be good at your job for most jobs. Like yeah. it's pretty it's pretty well outlined. It's like, "Hey, show up on time to work, do this, do that, do what you're told, and you're going to be really good at your job." But Being a really good leader is just so much more complicated than that. And I feel like it is also. Like, it's just really easy to be a perfect employee, but it's really hard to be like a perfect leader. Yeah. Because you can outline everything that you're supposed to do as an employee. You can. I mean, as an example for us, you show up on time to work, you always have your complete uniform, you're always on time, you're so willing to go wherever we need you to go, but then when it comes to the next step of, hey, can you hold this person accountable? Hey, can you run a good shift? Hey, can you keep your eyes on like every aspect of the business? At one point, it is just it's pretty much impossible to be a perfect <laughs> I mean, it's obviously impossible to be a perfect leader, but it just is so much more complicated yeah than being a really good employee.
0: Yeah, I think that's where the like constant question of how do i build confidence comes from because it's like you're never going to be perfect at it the way you were at being a team member yeah ever because it's it, there's no such thing as perfection in leadership yeah <sighs> yeah that's that's rough i think one more thing that leaders can do to build confidence is build self esteem in the less you know the more you'll grow Mm -hmm. Like, if your self-esteem is built on I know everything because I was the top team member, Mm -hmm. so I know all the answers, Mm -hmm. you're going to be sorely disappointed (laughs) when you get to leadership (laughs) and you don't know anything. Because (laughs) leadership is, like, you think you learn and grow as a team member. Oh, my gosh, the learning and growing does not stop in leadership. And so I think it's huge to own the mentality. The less you know, the more you'll
1: grow. Mm Mm-hmm. I think too, just being comfortable with the mistakes that you're gonna make because I, I mean everybody, everybody knows that everybody's not perfect, but it just becomes a lot more taxing when you're the one leading and you're not perfect because then everybody's watching you mess up. One thing I would always tell new leaders when they first started is I always always be ch- I would always just tell them, hey, it's just chicken, <laughs> it's real, it's really just chicken, it's gonna be okay, it's just chicken, and. I mean, uh, that's not to say that I don't take my job seriously or I didn't want them to take my job seriously, but they would just freak out over like, oh, my gosh, like I, I sent this per, like this person didn't show up to work. I'm freaking out. I don't know what. I- hey, it's just chicken. Mm-hmm. It's going to be OK. We're yeah. We're going to solve whatever problem you have. But then on top of that, making sure that the team is creating spaces where it's OK to mess up.
0: Yes. That's a whole culture thing, which (laughs) I'm sure we'll have another episode about. (laughs) But I think to that point, there's got to be a culture set where it's okay to be good and still not good enough. Like there's opportunity and growth areas to learn, but you're still good. Everything's good. You're good just not good enough. (laughs) And it's okay. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to put all your self-worth into being perfect and having all the answers because you're the leader. You can be good and not good enough.
1: Yeah. I, when you first told me that phrase, like you can be good, but not good enough. I was like, it just, it sounds a little bit more harsh. I think of like, oh, you're not good enough. And it's not to say like, you're not, valued or you're not important it just is saying hey you're just not there yet and you're still good you're just not there yet and that's like totally okay
0: and you'll get there a lot faster when you're willing to own the fact that you're not there yet Mm -hmm. so I think people who own that they're not there yet get there a lot faster
1: oh yeah oh yeah that is it's it's the people who think they're there and are mad that they're not yes being recognized for it
0: yes the less you know, the more you'll grow. <laughs> just
1: keep saying that. Get a, get a tattoo of it yes. right on your hand and just look at it whenever you're <laughs> feeling, t- feeling good. Just kidding. Just
0: make it part of your affirmations <laughs> in the morning.
1: The less I know, the more I will grow.
0: Yes, we love it. So, Julia, what's your favorite way to celebrate, like, a really good day or, like, A day where you're like, I feel good about myself today. I did everything. (laughs) I I completed my non-negotiables. I had a really good day at work. I feel really empowered as a leader or I feel really great as a wife or whatever. You just have a really full cup. What's your best favorite way to celebrate?
1: Um, We're really into Survivor right now. So honestly, I just cherish the days when I just get to sit down and just watch some Survivor. And I think there is some simplicity in that and that is okay (laughs) but I like celebrating um the wins of other people that's what I thought this was about was celebrating wins (laughs) (laughs) about other people um but my favorite thing to do with that is a good old-fashioned I'm proud of you yes I say that I I mean I probably should say it more I think everybody should say it more but especially with the place that we work I work with a lot of teenagers and I know that the self-confidence the self-confidence is low and I know they care what other people think about them more than anybody (laughs) so I try to throw that phrase around like candy hey you showed up on time to work today good job I'm so proud of you thank you it's so good to see you or you took orders I'm so proud of you you already know how to do that and you're only 16 that's amazing I'm so proud (laughs) of you
0: I think I'm proud of you goes a long way well I know it does being (laughs) a parent it goes a long long way and so, I mean, more to come on parenting, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I think yeah. that's huge. And then the survivor thing, I think that's probably because you're a student and a full-time worker and a wife, yeah. finding time to sit down and watch a show is almost impossible. It's just, beautiful. To just, like, turn your brain off and watch a show. I can remember, like, when I was in college, which was not that long ago, <laughs> but when I was and I would have a break, like Christmas or whatever, I would just, like relish the Sundays I could sit there and watch Criminal Minds
1: yeah Sundays are like I mean obviously I'm religious so Sundays are already cool but like on top of it now where it's like my day off and I like don't have any homework Sundays are like a beautiful time to just refill my cup everything is good another thing that I actually really like doing I can really only do this on my day off is actually going skiing but my husband is usually working On because if I have a day off on like Tuesday or Wednesday, he's usually working, so I'll actually go by myself. Which the first time was felt super awkward, but now I love it. It's just so so scary, (laughs) yeah. Well, I kind of want to try some like harder trails, but I'm also like, what if I fall? Yeah, like, (laughs) will anybody find me ever? So that's that's a whole other issue, but it's really nice to just be up in the mountains with no other distractions and to just be outside getting my body moving like just and I really it's so cheesy but I feel so inspired up there I'll be on the ski lift and I'll just be thinking about like things I want to do and <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like oh that would be a really good podcast episode oh I should do that when I get home like I I, yeah it's a really good way to celebrate that's for h- me.
0: that's how the mountains are for me too but d- I think doing things alone is a super confidence builder. Oh, yeah. Like, I know we got past that topic, but, oh, my gosh, doing things alone. Like, I like to go to the movies alone.
1: I have always wanted to go to the movies by myself, actually.
0: It was super scary the first time. And then after I did it, I'm like, this is so good for my self-esteem. I yeah. love this.
1: Well, so, when I was on my mission, so, I I don't know if everybody even that was listening to this knows what. I'm, well, probably at this point. But <laughs> mission, on your mission, you're with your companion And you're with them for 24 hours a day. And my last companion that I had, let's just say we didn't get along at all. (laughs) She was from Honduras and we just did not get along. Didn't see eye to eye on really anything other than like we both love Jesus Christ, whatever, you know. (laughs) But um, like on my mission, I was like, first thing I do when I'm getting home is I'm going to go to the movies and I'm going to sit in a dark theater and nobody is going to talk to me. I'm just going to be there by myself. I still haven't done it.
0: Uh, yes. I need well to Well, now go. with COVID, that's, that's a lot. I don't know.
1: D- more difficult.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> you'll have to do it. I, I know will. you have a husband now, but you can still do it. I'll be you like, take care of the dog. Alone, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just do a half day skiing, half day
1: At movies. the movie theater. Maybe yeah. I'll do that for my next day off. I'll just go to, the go to a matinee.
0: So cheap. So worth it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really should. I completely forgot that that was something that I always wanted to do. But I agree. I think that those things are a huge confidence booster. I actually, so the last two times I've gone skiing by myself, I have gotten a lot better just by myself.
0: Because you don't have to worry about people looking at you and like. I really think that's what it is. You can just like try things on your own. That's how I was with Croft too. Like after I let go of people, you know, judging me. Mm-hmm started doing it right I was like oh I can fight I can do this Mm -hmm. so
1: well I think that can go along with like pretty much anything like if you go to the gym like when I first started going to the gym I would just be on the um like on the elliptical or whatever and I would do that for 30 minutes and I'd be like oh I want to like go on the machines but I don't want people to look at me and um that like held me back for a really long time from doing something that I wanted to do I wanted to build muscle I wanted to get strong and once I let go of that now I I love it when I'm in the free weight section I'm the only girl I'm like yeah I'm here (laughs) (laughs) I'm not leaving the other day some guy was like hey there blondie and I was like feels weird but it's okay (laughs) 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 but I think they're they're like there's a lot of power in doing stuff like that and just letting go of what other people think of you but this is actually something else we talk about a lot as well is how other people think about you
0: yeah, or don't other think about you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing I have to tell. I don't tell myself often enough, but I do tell people that we work with and other leaders that I work with all the time, people don't think about you as much as you think about you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I always go back to is like, I'm so worried what these people at the gym think about me because I have the same like fear they don't care they don't. about me. They're thinking about themselves and what other people think of them. <laughs> 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 They're thinking about themselves as much as I'm thinking about myself right now. Mm-hmm. So if you can just let go of and not what other people think of you in the sense of like, I don't care whether you like me or not.
1: I don't care if you think I'm a mean person. Yeah. I am who I am. Oh, I will do it.
0: Such a toxic mentality. A very
1: toxic mentality.
0: But so is caring too much about what other people think of you. Yeah.
1: Me well I think it's mostly just like a reframe too of like like yeah maybe they think that I'm crazy that doesn't really affect me very much or one thing that helped me at the gym is if I felt like somebody was looking at me like your initial thought is oh my gosh I'm doing this wrong they think I'm so stupid just being like oh they probably actually like the exercise I'm doing and they want to do it next time like just reframing your mind to instead of oh my gosh, everybody's judging me. Oh, they're looking at me. Oh, they probably just like my leggings. They're yes. from Fabletics. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes that's, I've never tried that, but I'm going to now. Normally, I just go refer back to don't say negative things and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but reframing it's good. Instead of s- don't say negative things, reframing it to a positive thing. Well, I think, so too,
1: I say what you say all the time in my head. like. Yeah. Us when we were starting up this podcast oh people are gonna think i'm so dumb and eh, they probably won't actually
0: people don't think about you as <laughs> much as you think about you Mona. they probably
1: <laughs> are gonna think oh okay yes, yeah with because ev- i mean i'm sure there's a bunch of things that people want to try and you're held back by the perspective of other people but your perspective is actually made up and they probably <laughs> they probably don't even it's realize not real. it <laughs>
0: Alrighty, well, this was a fun conversation. I'm glad we started with this one, mostly because it's super important to me, and maybe that's self-serving, but hopefully other people get <laughs> as much out of it as I do. I think
1: it's important to everyone, and I think it's something that everyone struggles with, especially if you were a girl and you went through puberty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: that was a rough time. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, we have a lot of work to do in planning our next podcast so we will catch you guys later if you enjoyed this episode julia and i would really appreciate if you could just go ahead and subscribe write a review give us some five star reviews if you feel so inclined (laughs) we would love to get more listeners um and get more input on what you guys would like us to talk about and have conversations about and Maybe even join in on the conversation with us.
1: And feel free to follow us as well on women at work podcast on Instagram. We'll be posting on there and feel free to send us a message with any questions or anything you want to talk about and we'll be there.
0: Okay, we'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye. (laughs) Especially because it was pretty good. <laughs> I was like, what is that? And then I realized what it was. <laughs> Hello. Hello? Well, I should probably swallow my gum. <laughs> You're just <laughs> chewing. You just podcast. hear it in the <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would especially hate that because that's literally my pet peeve. Me so. too. I
0: hate it. Oh, so gross. <laughs> Can't stand it. Brayden likes to eat in bed and I'm like I literally hate you
1: I would not be able to do that no (laughs) I would yeah that's not okay to me one time Jake brought me breakfast in bed and I was like cute but do not get crumbs (laughs) in this bed that's only half the issue with the crumbs the other half is
0: you're sitting right next to me
1: (laughs) keep it to yourself please
0: Please don't eat next to me. (laughs) He'll like turn the TV up really loud.
1: (laughs) You're like, it's still a problem. (laughs) Yeah, You're still sitting right next to me, chewing.
0: TV doesn't mask your chewing, sorry. (laughs)
1: Let's get to uh. (laughs) work. Anybody out there have an answer (laughs) for these questions? I wish it was like a radio show. They just call in. (laughs) First thing you do is lose weight. Oh no! Absolutely not. You think that will help, and then you lose weight, and it's okay, still these a problem. R-
0: I have all these debate shorthands.
1: Oh yeah, from yeah, yeah so I did I'll debate like one, do one like year.
0: Capital L, capital P, C, and I'll just circle them, and people are like, "What does that <laughs> mean?" I'm like, "Don't ask."
1: You're like, "These are my notes," <laughs> so you're not supposed <laughs> to. read <them. laughs> That's why I'm using shorthand. <laughs> okay.